Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Fugue State Movie Reviews. Ahoy! Ahoy! What's going on? Uh, being... Not going outside because it's too hot. That's what's going. <laughs> that's what's going. On. <laughs> Avoiding outside as much as humanly possible. You know, today, today co- compared to um, previous days, today actually hasn't been as bad up here because it hasn't True. had the hu- hasn't had the humidity. Uh, thankfully, I don't, I don't know how there's any humidity. It hasn't rained in like weeks, so I, I don't know. <laughs> been been really rough it's been a weird june normally june is very rainy and not quite so hot but right now it's like a thousand degrees and it's terrible and i don't like it yeah we've had so many heat advisories heat warnings Ugh, ugh. yeah they've been going well into the the evenings too which are always my favorite when it's like you're under a heat advisory yeah it's like 10 o'clock at night yeah right it's like eight o'clock it's still like 90 degrees like why no like that is not what i want actually nobody wants that yes that's correct so i gotta move to a cold ocean current that's what i gotta do where's the word ireland ireland baby yeah that's that's great that's just that'll keep you (laughs) chipper year round hey be fine. <laughs> I don't know New Zealand. That. New Zealand, here I come. Hey, that's, how's okay. it going? Fair. Fair. <laughs> okay. I will take you up on that offer. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Oh. How's Aaron? Aaron, how's the new uh how's the new ride? You you've you've been uh, every, I need an official review. You've been driving it for how many days now? How is it? So we got it um let's see we got it well so they called us saturday they're like oh hey it'll be ready you know for whatever like, oh sweet and then they called us they're like oh it's actually not gonna be ready until monday like perfect okay fine and so um i was pretty steamed when i went to pick it up but they they got it relatively clean uh apparently the previous owner was a smoker and so they spent most of the time cleaning that um i mean it's from all the reviews that we did, you know, after the fact, Shelly was actually looking it up. <laughs> it says um, it's a, you know, it's it's a good cheap car that but it's made like pretty decent quality, and been driving it since Monday, and so great on the road. It can get up and go if it needs to. Um, it's I mean, it, it's just a fun little car. It's just it's sporty. It's neat. It can hold and carry a lot. Um, doesn't cost an arm and a leg to fill up. Um, has a lot of cool features that we're slowly playing with, but no, I we we did pretty good. We did pretty good. Um, I actually had to go and excuse me, uh, clean up my classroom today and get all my stuff out. So I'm sitting in an office full of like books and posters and things like that. And and that's different from normal. Was, How? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was I was pretty pretty nervous because I'm like, oh man, you know, I got I got to have the, my little podium. And it's not gonna fit, but like no, I I popped a little back hatch open and threw it all in there, and you know still had plenty of room, and that was with all twelve thousand books that I had. Um, I will say it was um, no matter how much 
I coach, the the hardest thing leaving a place is telling the kids that you're not going to be there next year. And um, I had I had a I had a meeting with the softball girls, and you know, I told them I was like, I just want you guys to be the first to know that uh, I, I won't be here next year. Um, circumstances change, and you know I'm took an offer elsewhere and the moment I said that the tears and I was like ah crap um so if, if you're listening and if you want to be a coach uh understand the wins and losses aren't you know it's not what gets you it's those kids and how much they look and put in for you and you know you give them the world and then you know you got to tell them that like hey I'm not coming back next year um and so they, a lot of them sent me messages and our little group message thing. And, you know, I had to read them and I was like, don't cry again. And so it, it, uh, you know, they, I, I had a, I was very fortunate to have a good group of girls. Um, but I was, you know, it, it was pretty tough to tell them to die today. So, um, so I go down there, that wasn't my intention. Uh, but I was like, Hey, you know, I, while I'm here, might as well, but vehicle wise, you know, runs great pretty smooth ride um ac works but it, it, it was kind of a an emotional roller coaster all down there today so well it's good you guys to do some of that face-to-face though i think that's important right <laughs> so even though it is a little rough uh good job yeah yeah, so, yeah um i've been with i went to my new school was that monday and did a summer season baseball with them. Um, like I sent Colin a picture of it, but I have like eight hats now yeah, from the, it, the new school. I'm pretty sure they just bribed him with hats, and that's why he went with them. They um, listen to the show. They know about his hat. Aaron, are you actually well, getting no, paid? They know. Aaron, is Aaron being paid in hats? Is what I'm concerned about. Yes, he might so, be. Uh, I was telling the, the head coach, I was like, "Oh, you know, got a got a running thing with my uh, my brother-in-law because uh, Riley's a head coach elsewhere." And I was like, "You know, we got a thing to see who has cooler hat." And then, um, so our school is actually sponsored by Under Armour, and we have a lot of like Under Armour things. And I, yeah, yeah, I walked home with eight hats. And then I got some t-shirts that he's bringing me more things. Good Lord. He's like, hey, I, I, mean, want my, I want my coaches looking good. And I was like, uh, cool. So, I mean, uh, if you are going to be a coach, it is important that you have like team gear, right? Yeah, very, like, very much. It would not do you very good to like show up in like another team's, like your old school gear. I guess like Oklahoma well, State's probably acceptable, but like uh, <laughs> other than that. Well, like, see, that's, you know, that, that's the problem with, you know, small town because at, at my other place uh, we, we didn't like I didn't have anything for the first like few weeks but like here they're like yeah no we don't put up with that so here's like all the stuff I was like well if you insist um, so I mean the, another big thing is that like I was sitting there and you know you know yeah, don't know um, like you go to a new school you, you don't really get like there's never a real like sit down and be like, oh well, here's a new coach. All right, let's go. It's just kind of more of like you show up and you just start looking, and then kids come up to you and they're all they're like, are you the new coach? Like, yeah. 
And so, um, like talking to these kids, I'm like, hey, you know, let's do this. And they're always like, yes, sir. Yes, coach. I'm like, oh, oh everyone's so nice. Everyone's so respectful. I didn't, uh, it's not his video. This is actually kind of nice. So, um, different, different species of humans. Uh, this place I'm, I'm going to is really good in football. They're really good in baseball. Um, kind of meh in softball. Uh, but, uh, a lot of their kids in baseball go and play at the next level. And so, uh, that's, that's kind of a big thing for them. Their, their field is really nice. Uh, and they're getting turf fields. So guess who doesn't have to wake up super early and go take care of the field? Uh, even after, after rain, like 12 hours. Um, I don't have to do that. So that's a, that's a big bonus because he's like, well, how do you like turf field? I'm like, uh, yes, please. Like, oh, good. We're getting it. It it seems like now this is just my observation about not coaching. Okay. This is important to know. I don't know about coaching or anything, but so it seems to me that I don't know. When I hear turf field, I have very negative connotations because I'm, I always think about like old style turf fields that were like horrible oh, like 80s right? turf yeah or like the like Missouri State old turf like it was like bouncy and horrible right felt like yeah. you would just get like a rug burn on it like it was actually like <laughs> no it is very very justifiable um concern uh but my uh the thing I was getting is you don't you have to replace this turf every few years anyway yeah um it depends on the company that installs it to my knowledge um, so you can, you can, you can replace it. Um, I think every five years, I think, but the big, the big, the big selling point basically is like, depending on who the contractor is, if we put it all in, um, you don't. Well, probably the kind of turf yeah. as well, but I know that yeah. the high school here in town, they have a turf football field and they, re- mm-hmm. they have replaced it like several times i don't know yeah. like the time frame i, I can't yeah. ever remember because you know time is meaningless now and i don't nothing makes sense and so like but every couple years <laughs> i drive by in like the like spring summer and they are like ripping it up and replacing it mm-hmm. so i feel like it sounds, it's one of those things where you think about like cost benefits, right? And you're going like, well, yeah. <clears throat> well, you don't have to maintain it as much. You don't have to like water it, mow it. You don't have to yeah. have like field crew, but you do have to like replace the whole entire field <laughs> every few years. Yeah. So like, I feel like <laughs> that maintenance cost is really, I feel like it would be more expensive to have yeah. a turf. Field. So, it, so it also kind of depends on the school that you're at. So my school or my new school um, has districts in baseball like every year. Like they, they host it because they're usually really, really good. Well, also, um, also the, the, the problem here is like if you have the best field, yeah. it gets used. you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to host more tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Do you get paid for that as a school? I never understood that. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so, so that would basically, so part of, so basically you're hoping would offset your is, is cost a little bit of that money that you charge. You have to set aside some of that for wear and tear on everything, including mm-hmm. the, the turf. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I because like if you have nice facilities, because you know, let's say it rains, especially for districts, if you cancel the game, um, that sets you back in districts because you typically can't make up those games. Um, and so in in districts, um, or let's say like we're hosting a tournament, right? A big tournament, you get about twelve, even like eighteen schools there. Um, all their parents come. There's there's a school fee that each school has to pay. Either like it depends on like where you go, but a lot of times when we went to a, my other place, it was like you pay like an entry fee of like a hundred fifty dollars kind of stuff, and that goes like a chunk of that to the school. And so a lot of things like that. And plus, you know, you can make sessions, entry tickets, parking tickets. Um, and you know, you're there for, you know, two days, you know, those same people coming back, you, you can get, you know, a few thousand people to show up and, you know, anywhere between five to eight bucks a ticket, even more. I mean, you can, you know, most, some of that goes to the school. Most of that goes into the athletic fund uh, for that sport in question. So you can make pretty good money doing that. And then over the summer, you do off season tournaments where you have, you know, that said money goes to um you know the sport in question and so you you make a lot of that money back on that end as well yeah because you get like you said gate fees and all that stuff so yeah <laughs> so yeah it's a weird it's just a it seems like a really weird it's a thing a weird thing to think about right because uh-huh. every time i hear people talk about that I'm like why would you want that but then i'm like well you don't have to maintain it but then you have to replace it but then if you have a really nice field, you can have more tournaments at your place. Yeah. So you get more revenue. It's a whole, it's a weird thing. I must, my brain just spiraled down this weird rabbit hole. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I mean, like cause my, my school that I'm at now, they, they put a lot into their school. Like the community really supports um, their education programs and their athletic programs. Like they're, they're able to pass on like maybe every year because of like all that stuff and so financially it doesn't really bother them because there's a big like booster club that's like hey what do you need and when do you need it um now we're mm-hmm. not like the unions or the jinx of the world where they're like you know hey prices you know no option you just <clears throat> go up and like can i have this please uh, it's also because they have like a some... billion people in that school district yeah. so that's also so, like, <laughs> like there, there's still like budgetary stuff you have to do but yeah like it, it's just nice for it to be like Hey, can can we have this? And they're like, okay. And so, I mean, it's not like the nicest of things, but it's still like pretty decent stuff for the the school size that we have. So, um, yeah, they they're you know they're putting turf on the softball field and the baseball field. The football field already has it because the place where I'm going, football is like king, and like they have been just because uh, when I was at my first school a few years ago, we actually played them. And we had 14 kids, and they had 80. Um, I, will let you, I will let you get to one. Um, and they, I mean, even then, like, they're already going to the state. Like, and they, and they actually made it to the state that year, and I think they lost somebody. But it was just, like, they, you know, they're going to use it. They're going to they're gonna host playoff games. They're going to get money, revenue from those playoff games. And so they're going to have nice facilities, dead gummit. And they, they, they sure do. I am, I'm very, I'm very fortunate because a lot of coaches, you know, hear where I'm going, they're like, oh, dude, we wish we can go there. I'm like, I know, hair flip. 
So I'm, I'm very excited for this, this new chapter. Uh, it's going to be pretty fun. Any more, Colin? Uh, oh. oh, wait. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, I have, it's going to be a random question. So what do you get? Oh. No, uh, Brian. I was gonna, I was going to ask if uh, if, if you've been or any more uh, how, how your biking uh, has been has been picking up for you. Uh, it's been too hot for biking, <laughs> so it's on a hiatus for this last week at least. Uh, the end of this week is looking a little better, so I may do some more there. But uh-huh. yeah, too hot for biking. Uh, <laughs> Don't want to have heat stroke, so I'm staying inside. You gotta challenge yourself. Come on, you gotta find where that limit is. How are you? How is he supposed uh, to know? It's pretty low limit, right? <laughs> like low threshold. Yeah, it's pretty low down. <clears throat> so, like, you know, not. Going to... <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I got so, it. yes. Okay. Well, nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah, we've been we've been spending a ton of time at the pool. Um, this past week um, where it was actually like almost too hot to be at the pool a couple days which is just just annoying so you know it's bad right like (laughs) too hot for the swimming pool come on well it's because it's so um like just the 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 deck of the pool is just (laughs) obscene right that's that's because the all the concrete surrounding it it's so they should put turf on it they should put turf boom why did they not do Yo, because they didn't ask. Oh. Brother consulting. Come on, that would have been actually really <laughs> fun. But no, we've been the kids have just been tearing up the pool this year. They are both um, doing exceptionally well uh, in the water to the point where now, like, obviously, I'm still in the water with them. Uh, but like, no, is <laughs> because it's hot. I'm like, it's <laughs> hot. I can't. I would just yeah, it would just melt. Uh, but like. Noah's jumping off the diving board in the, you know, the twelve foot into the pool without any floaties on, and blam, um, just uh, and swims unassisted all the way over to the the ladder and climbs out and everything. So he's uh really doing well. Lillian's up doing flips and she's trying to do tricks off of it, which is equated to a few face plants off of the uh, diving board. <laughs> But, you know, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> that's true. Now you know to not do that again. Yeah, so. exactly. You know, that's what a, a, a lot of what we learn is how, how not to do. How not to do this. True. <laughs> it's fine. It's part of that uh, for sure. So that's been, um, that's been fun to watch. I always, I always enjoy seeing their, their confidence grow um, each time that they go into the pool. And... Um, so it's fun, and all the lifeguards there are uh, are super nice. And that's the other thing going on. I don't know if you knew there. There's a nationwide shortage of lifeguards. Um, yeah, because that job is awful. Why are you aware of this? Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah. So like, um, most pools are like they're doing alternate weekends. So like every other weekend they're just closed down. Um, some of our pools because uh, we actually have two three pools in town which is quite a lot now that i think about it um that is that is a lot of actually that's weird <laughs> we have an indoor pool at our brand new community center and then we have two outdoor pools um that are open to the public and they are shunting 
uh, lifeguards around between them. So some, like basically, not all pools are open all the time, like they were last year. Uh, interesting. So they kind of, so it's been, yeah, it's been interesting to kind of track and follow with that. So every time we see lifeguards, we always thank them profusely. Uh, and if we find, you know, a manager or a head honcho somewhere, make sure that we tell them that, you know, please do everything you can to keep them around, right? Because they're, they are needed <laughs> very, very much so. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's been, uh, been, been good though. It's been a lot of fun. That's good. I mean, yeah, that job's got to be terrible. So I know. And, you know, they can typically only confine, <laughs> you know, what, like teenagers to go do it. And I know they would rather be doing not just sitting under an umbrella. Um, <coughs> yeah. Waiting, waiting for something to happen. Uh, so I get, I get that. It's true. Although, hopefully, if you have a good day, you do just get to sit. So. That's yeah. good, right? That's not what you're good, hoping for. But not good days. I was thinking about that of like how like you're taking a teenager and obviously there's a whole lot of discussions here about responsibility at different ages and blah 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 generational issues and like what we did in my day blah kind of stuff. But like teenagers now have this job of being lifeguards and they are now being put in the in the um sometimes probably very unfortunate circumstance where Yes, they are there to save a life, but we know that doesn't happen all the time. And now a, a, a teenager, you know, a high school student may have had to experience that uh, in this job that they're performing. And I don't know how I think about that. I don't know. It's true. There's a lot of responsibility to throw into a 17-year-old, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, will, I, will say, I will say that when we were younger, going to the pool... Like, oh man, I'm sure that adult lifeguard, like, I'm, I'm really glad that adult lifeguard has my back. And then, like, I found out, because I was, like, what, eight? And they were, like, oh, the person's 17. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, oh. <laughs> Wait a second here. That person's not as uh, experienced as I thought they were. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think about that until I was in high school and some of my friends, they they did, they were lifeguards for the summer, right? That's what they did for their job. And I was, like, Wait. Sure. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is me, a wait a minute here. And I never paid attention to this like really until within the past couple of years because we were taking our kids to the pool and now I am in the water staring at the kid up on the, you know up in the lifeguard uh, tower going, yeah. going oh <clears throat> Oh my, this person is not, this person is like half my age. This person is not David Hasselhoff. What is wrong? Oh my gosh. Very interesting right now. I don't know. I suddenly feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> but obviously we know there are responsible responsible people at all ages. So I'm, this is not a thing. And yeah, I, and it's not like they don't do training and all that stuff, too, right? So it's not like it's not like that, to, right? They, got, they have to pay for the certificate out of pocket and then get yeah. reimbursed for it once they get the job. So. Like, it's not an inconsequential thing that they do and they go through and they run drills and they stay practiced. And, like, obviously, the ones who are there are there and, and they want to be there. Um, or at least yeah, yeah. Are, are tolerating it enough. Uh, so yeah. it's just, it is weird for me to now be kind of, like, on the opposite side of this. Of, of yeah, like, growing up, all the pools had, quote-unquote, adults watching over us and now being like, oh, there are also children. But yeah. it's fine. They're just like okay. slightly <laughs> older children. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but 
what I do every time I see them. I've, I've, you know, it's probably just, I, I guess, an old man thing where I'm like, really appreciate you. Thank you for being here. You make it, you know, this is great. Uh, kind of it's a very old man thing to do. I know. Right. Very old also, man. Colin, actually 60 years old. Hey, thanks. But also, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, I, I, I know that not enough people are told, like, good job. We appreciate you. Right. Like, that's kind of a fundamental thing. That's true. That not a lot of people that, and we've, and we've talked about that on this very podcast about how we don't like how it's important to have that kind of feedback and, and, uh, input into your life. And so I'm like, yeah, it turns, it turns out over the last three years, literally no one, uh, is saying that to other people. So that's, (laughs) that's what we learned. Uh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's what we've learned here is that nobody says that, uh, we just take everybody for granted. (laughs) Exactly. No, you're a hundred percent. Nobody says, nobody, nobody says like, to the random stranger of like, I, like, like, thank you. Like, I appreciate you. I know what you do is hard. Like, how simple? How simple to say that kind of phrase to somebody to give them a little bit of recognition? Like, I'm not saying you have to go throw them a parade or whatever, but saying thank you and and that that what they do is meaningful to others. That other people see the hard work that you're putting into it. Like that, I feel like that's important, and uh, that not enough people do that not this not to put me up on a pedestal at all because i you generally don't say this because usually i'm angry about something um so <laughs> um Colin is a six-year-old man but, yeah it's true <laughs> but i do that's like the more i think about these things and see the hard work people are doing it's like you know what i'm just gonna go say thank you because i think that's important <clears throat> to do in this world i definitely always do that to the dentist people oh, right mm-hmm. like i'm like superly overly nice to them because number one i have lots of questions right like what made you decide to put your fingers in somebody's mouth for a living? Like what, what was that decision like? Uh, And I want to ask them that, but they had their fingers in my mouth, so I can't. Right. But like, (laughs) yeah, that's right. Uh, That old cliche of the dentist tries to talk to you and you're like, Uh, but they're all like super nice. Right. And like they do a good job. And you know, when you're in there, get your cavity filled. uh, And you come out and it's like you're like all right gonna go in there and you know there it's all it's usually a pretty good experience with the people that i go to right it's not bad it's not whatever uh there's a very negative stereotype around that part of dentistry like oh it hurts it's the worst thing ever right you know blah blah blah. but like i I definitely try to be like specifically overly nice to them because my pain threshold is in their hands and i'm trying to (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a weird job Right, right. Like they're d- 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 res- taking care of my <laughs> mouth, which is it's weird, right? You think about this, this is a very odd thing. Uh, I can't be. There has got to be some days where that's like actually the worst thing or, in the world, yeah. right? Like <laughs> oh, I can't, can't be nice. Can't. I can't imagine how many you see awful things, not nice things that they see during the day, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like. How many people are like super grumpy with them, right? Because they like <laughs> poked them a little bit, right? Like, <laughs> or the state of some people's mouths, where it's like, this is an elderly oh, yeah. that I am viewing right now. I just, I can't. I, 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 and I guess I, I see it's, it's, I think about this a lot of the, um, a lot of the invisible people in the world that make the world go round. Um, and they're, the, you know, the postal workers. Uh, the oh, your trash dude, trash right? Dude, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like 
that you, I should be the like I should always react in an extremely positive, happy manner every time my trash gets picked up, and I need to like like it, it should be a joyful interaction, right? Because they are removing literal crap away from me, so that yeah. I don't have to touch it. It's like wow, <laughs> like like that's just. And it, it's, but it's so humdrum. And then what happens? Like, oh, they missed it. They were, I, I missed it by an hour, and now I'm angry at them for ruining my day. It's like, excuse me. Um, yeah, how dare you? How dare you not come to my house at the exact same time every day? Like every whatever Thursday or whatever they come. Yeah. I don't know. Like, how dare you not show up at exactly twelve ten like you did last week? Yeah. Jack yeah. wagons. Like, yeah. Like, guys, don't just calm yeah. down. Don't you know how important my trash is? It's like at that point you're like seriously. <laughs> you're really going down this road <laughs> like you want to try it like come on come on or our, our postal workers who come by and deliver like i love the lady who comes by and does she's like super nice i always I, I i don't i know they're very busy so i don't try and take up too much of their time every time i see them but you know i want to you know light conversation and be a happy face for them because it's i i'm sure that again you missed my mail. You messed it up. Blah, blah. Billions of letters go out a day and yours got off by one mailbox. I think you're going to be fine. Right? Like, <laughs> sure. So, Colin is turning into an old person. All he cares about is trash and mail. <laughs> right? That's what I give my mother in law so much grief about that. She'll be like, Did you, did you see the mail? Like, no, I just like go out at some point in the late afternoon and it's, there it is. I love <laughs> She like goes out like immediately. What's in my mail? Like no. some like Walmart ads, probably. I don't know. Like what? <laughs> oh yeah, nothing well, useful. So, <laughs> the other, the other week, uh, I guess it was last week. They got um, some of the letters off by one address, right? And again, I don't know how they make anything actually work because all I see is somebody walking up with a wad of letters like in their hand. Yeah, they're just no, like blah, 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 no blah. visible separation between them, and they're just like bloop, 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 bloop. Here you go. I have no idea how their system actually works, so it's amazing to me, and I'm in awe that I get anything any <laughs> remotely on time. This time they were off by one, and I had gotten a letter from somebody just to my just right next door. So of course I have to go over and I'm going to take it to them. But then I'm also kind of curious, like, did you get anything of mine? But they're not home, but they have a camera on their front door, so I don't want them to feel like I'm snooping in their mailbox so <laughs> so i was like hey uh i got your mail so i'm just gonna put it here and i wanted to see if you had anything else. nope okay we're good yeah good I, do, I do that with my mailbox right but like <laughs> they don't have cameras right all instead of i live in an apartment all our mailboxes are just sort of down on the street so like yeah <laughs> i just go oh no this isn't mine this is next door Blap, just throw it in there there you go yeah yeah and then i so anyway i just it was one of those of <laughs> me being like overtly like, I'm not stealing your mail. Hello, I'm friendly. We've met. I've had to do that with the Amazon people before, right? Again, we live, I live in these apartments that all look the same. So like, again, difficult, but I have, you know, they send the, if it's delivered by the Amazon people, they like take the picture of it and, you know, show it on the thing. And so there's been a, at least one time in recent memory where I was like, that's not my door. <laughs> <laughs> hold on <laughs> i was like walking around outside like ha ah, this one yeah 
Hmm. Like you like you know that like you like you've expected a package, and so like when you get the package from Amazon, like you go like go and open it, and it's clearly not yours, and uh, you're just like, oh, whoops. Um, I haven't actually there. ever done that. I always look at the so label you, just in case. You then <laughs> have to like patch it back up, and then go and find the person's door that was missed. I like um, but- <laughs> a, a whole floor, and you're like, hey. Got your package. Here you go. Uh, I think we might have done that once, right? Yeah. Because it was like they come in the bags, you know, and like we got something also, and like you know what I mean. Like sometimes they put if you order something that comes in like two bags or whatever, and so mm-hmm. we did that. We like ripped them both open. We're like, oh, that one is the. Just gonna go knock yeah. on the door and give it to them. Be like, I, sorry. <laughs> I, I opened up this this package and because I, I was expecting something, not gonna lie. And I was like, oh man, my package here. And I opened it up, and it was like a uh, doll accessory. Yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> like, creepy that you're holding a box full of doll accessories. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> added layers to this one. <laughs> this is not what I ordered. Um help and so it, it, it was they were switched uh my package got delivered to um the like my upstairs neighbor and then like my upstairs neighbors got mine and so like i had ordered i can't remember like what i'd order it was like i think it was like something like book related and so but like so I, I had to go over there and just hello um i believe did, did you get a package that is actually mine and like this child opened up the door. I mean, she was like, she must have been like 19 or something, but she looks super young. She like opened it just like a smidge. She's like, Are you Aaron? Like, yes. Creepy. Like, I have your back. Like, and I have like yours. A, like a Cold War movie. Like, what is this you're in right now? How, <laughs> yeah. the crow how crazy is this? Yeah, the crow flies at midnight. That we that we share, that it, there, there's what a crazy misunderstanding. And like, I just like held the box out. And she took it, closed the door. I was like, crap. Uh, and I heard her rummaging, and she goes get my package, and she brings it back, and like doesn't say anything, and like closes the door, and I just leave. So now, and there, there's several times like where I've ordered a package of like. It really says Shelby's name on it, but like I don't see that because yeah, I'm not paying attention. Like, yeah, package. And then you have to explain to your fiance like why her package is open. Like, well, you see, I thought I dealt with something um, accidentally, clearly. So, yeah, it's all, all, all matters of fun. What are we talking about? Saying thank you to people. Uh, like, and yeah. mail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, in and, and mail and such but uh, yeah that's what i've been doing i also found uh yeah i'm doing that this week you would you would have to go places to say thank you to them so i haven't been doing that because i've been hiding inside (laughs) however i made a discovery oh all right 
is a very long chain, not very long, but here's the, here's the chain of events, right? Uh, recall on an earlier podcast, I was talking about movies that I had seen that were on TV late at night and I had no idea what the name was, right? But I only remember very certain parts of this movie. Okay. <clears throat> I don't remember what episode that was in, but uh, last week I was watching this show on the Discovery Channel, right? About uh, it was about the people that the French people that tried to fly across the ocean before Lindbergh, like a month before him, right? Uh, they crashed mysteriously, and nobody actually knows where they are. And the show was about them and like trying to find out where the crash is. But it was that uh, Expedition Unknown show where they they do a lot of that kind of stuff. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, oh, okay. I was thinking about like early aviation plane crashes, right? And I remembered the snippets of this movie that I had seen on television late at night, like 20 years ago, when me and Corey were probably staying up and playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater in the basement. Uh, So, I did many, many furious Google searches (laughs) and I found it. Uh-oh. And I watched it. So I have for you a very brief movie review of <clears throat> The Great Waldo Pepper from 1975. Oh. That's the name of this movie that I watched. Hi. I found it. Now, this movie stars Robert Redford, the world's oldest man. This man has never looked young in his entire life. No. Ever. <laughs> He's always looked old. So the first problem I have with this movie is he's supposed to be like this young kid and he's like 45 years old. <laughs> oh Alright, anyway. Okay. So this movie is about Waldo Pepper played by Robert Redford. Uh, he's like a pilot. Right? So his backstory is he was a Pilot in World War One. This movie takes place in a pro nineteen twenties, right? Twenty six, maybe? Question mark. Um, and he's a pilot. So his kind of backstory is that he was a pilot in World War One, but he was a like instructor. Yes. However, he is like super enamored with this like German world war one flying ace. No, not Snoopy. Uh, a guy named Ernst Kessler. Right. So like there's apparently a very famous story about this fictional character in, in this movie universe about this like dog fight that he was in. It was all crazy and everything. And so Waldo tells everybody that he was in that dog fight. Right. That's his deal. Right. So he impresses all the people. He like flies around to small towns in the twenties. And he like takes people for rides in his biplane. He does like tricks. He tells them the story. They give him more money, right? That's kind of how it works. He's kind of like uh, a con, kind of like a traveling showman type deal. Interesting. Would you uh, call it con air? Oh, he should have. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry, go on. That was, that was, anyway, okay, that was good. Everybody. <laughs> good night. I was being silly over here. Sarah. That was great. Uh, so this this is this works until he meets somebody that actually knew the people in the in the 
in the dogfight. Whoopsie daisy. He like gets into this altercation with this other pilot named Axel, who is like moving in on his territory, right? But then he like sees him later. It's the whole thing. Anyway, <clears throat> so him and Axel and Axel's girlfriend. Mary, I have notes on my phone here. Pick the who is definitely played by Susan Sarandon. Uh, they're like <clears throat> they decide to go into business together uh, to make money, right? So they kind of like team up. You know, they practice doing stuff. Blah, blah, blah. They're trying to new, learn new stunts and whatever. Uh, the traveling around by yourself is not going very great, right? They talk about how it's like, oh, it's just. These newfangled airplanes, people are just getting so dang used to them. They don't want to come out and see them no more at the, you know. <clears throat> so they join like a traveling air show situation. <laughs> and they try to push the boundaries and blah, blah, blah. And they decide like, ah, oh, wing walking. That's the ticket. Right. Oh, one of the scenes I remember from this movie, they're trying to practice a stunt where he like jumps from a car to a ladder underneath a biplane. And then, like, the ladder crashes into the a barn. I remember that from watching this movie late at night a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, that's how I knew I was on the right track here. So they do that. He's recovering. Uh, they decide wing walking. That's the way to go, right? <clears throat> and so they do this crazy stunt to get people to come see, right? They, like put Susan Sarandon out on the wing and they fly like real low through the town and she like screams in peril like, Oh no. Ah. And all the people like run out and they try to come see the show, <clears throat> but then she actually gets scared and she like won't come in and she's like stuck on the wing. <laughs> and there's this sequence where like Axel is flying her and then like Waldo goes up in another plane, jumps from one plane to another and like tries to get her and he, she dies. She like falls off and Ooh. dies. Blam. <laughs> then, then, then they're like the aviation commission newly formed comes in and says, I'm sorry, uh, you can't fly. And then he's mad. Waldo is mad that he can't fly planes anymore. Even though, he, because he was involved in this stunt that totally killed this woman, uh, he's like, "Oh, wasn't my sh- it was just this, just how blah, 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 blah. like." Fair enough. He's like mad that his reckless actions led to her death, but he's upset that he can't fly planes anymore. <clears throat> As cool. yes, right. <clears throat> so uh, he can't fly, so he's all sad. <clears throat> he's been working on this like new trick. His friend like is building him a new plane, whatever. Um, but he can't fly it and the friend goes well uh, I'll try the trick because he's a pilot too right whatever <laughs> he's like this is a different friend not Axel uh, somebody else and he's like yeah I'll try it um, he's like I won't try it if you tell me not to obviously well, he doesn't tell him not to of course right and he tries it like a couple times and then he crashes the plane at the air demonstration <gasps> Yeah, shocking. Uh, so they run out there and they try to get him out, and then all the spectators run out to see because his plane crashed. So they all want to get real close and look at him, right? And they're he's trying to pull him out, and he's stuck. And this is the other part I remember. Uh, they have the crowd is all smoking because it's the twenties, obviously, uh, and the plane catches on fire, <clears throat> and the dude is stuck in the plane, and he starts freaking out about. Don't let me burn, which I, in my mind, have concocted more backstory to why this was upsetting to him. But it comes out of, like, literally nowhere. He starts uh, screaming this. Well, 
I mean, and I thought maybe there was context. No, no, no backstory. <laughs> well, no backstory for anybody else. Obviously just, just Robert Redford. Um, <clears throat> so he like, he can't get him out of the plane cause his legs are broken and he's like crammed in this. The plane's like crashed upside down. And he can't get him out. So he like clubs him in the head with this two by four. And then he like burns. Right. He like knocks him out and he just dies. And then all the people are standing there watching him burn to death. And this upsets Waldo greatly. So he goes and gets in another plane and starts like furiously buzzing the crowd. So they all run away, which is definitely safe. Right. Uh, And, but he jumped in some random plane and it runs out of gas and he crashes it into the fair. So now his one year flight ban is permanently, permanently revoked. And so he's mad. He can't, he can't understand why he can't fly planes anymore. So weird. Like the consequences of his own actions mean nothing. And he can't fly a plane, but he's super mad about this. It's unfair. The world is unfair, you know? Yeah. Uh, so he does what any sane person would do. He goes to California and changes his name, uh, to somebody else. (laughs) What? He moves to California and changes his name to like Brown. Right. Obviously. Uh, and he gets work as a movie stunt person because Axel's out there now. Uh, and he is uh, out there being a stunt person, kind of like in Sing in the Rain, you know, where they like stop, cut, and they get the guy dressed up as oh, him yeah. to come in. And then they punch him in the face and he like falls off the banister. It's like he's that guy. He's the stunt guy. <clears throat> but Hollywood is shooting a movie about this famous dog fight that took place in world war one with Ertz Kessler. Uh, right. <clears throat> and they get hired to be pilots in the movie. Uh-huh. Right. <clears throat> and so it turns out that one of the consultants on the movie is Herr Kessler. Right. What? Uh, yes, I know who saw that one coming. Literally everyone. Um, <clears throat> Nobody did. They have a lot of discussions together. Right? About like the good old days and I only feel free in the air, bro. Whatever. Um, they talk about the dogfight and all that stuff. Uh so they go to film the next scene, which uh the commissioner guy, the air commissioner guy comes out of California and he's checking on stuff and he's like, Hey, what are you doing here? Buddy? And he's like, No, not nothing. Totally not flying planes on the movie set (laughs) anyway him and Ernst Kessler reenact this dogfight but they have so much respect for each other that they start dogfighting like for real to see who's better you know okay weird twist and they don't have like guns but they like clip each other's planes and stuff it's real weird like they like do like fly by like real close and like snap the cross braces on the biplane, you know. Why? Real. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really understand this part. It was like, why would you do like to see who's better, right? <clears throat> and then, so like, Kessler gets his like wing thing snapped. Uh, Waldo here's got his his landing gear is gone. Right, he got snapped off. <clears throat> uh, they fly by each other and they salute. And then Robert Redford like veers off and it's a shot of him like flying through the sky. 
where he dies off screen. Hmm? And that's the end of the movie. Wait, what? Yes. Huh? I'm assuming his plane was too damaged to like land. Right. Wow. Uh, because like it's ambiguous. Like you don't know, but like the very closing shot is like a bulletin board with like newspaper cutouts. And it's like his obituary on it. Right. Uh, what? So presumably <laughs> he dies off screen. So, so the main character of this movie learns absolutely nothing from any of his actions, right? He kills Susan Sarandon, which is a shame. It's my second favorite Susan, right? Obviously. Good save. Uh, <laughs> he is directly responsible for his, like, friend's death in this plane crash, right? He's banned from flying, but he flies anyway. Because he doesn't care about the rules, bro. And then, like, thinking he's, like, somewhat heroic, has the decency to die off camera. Like, what? <laughs> what is this movie? This movie is terrible, right? Now, it's the worst movie. Now, are the flying parts kind of cool looking? Yes. Right? Except for the part where they're, like, clearly flying over, like, 1970s Northern California. Um, quote, I mean, Nebraska at the beginning, right? Definitely not. Um, <clears throat> whatever. Like, the flying sequences are cool. It's interesting, right? It's kind of cool. But, like, the plot of this movie and, like, Waldo Pepper is a horrible human being. <laughs> Maybe by 1970 standards, this was, like, heroic or something. I don't really know. But... Watching this movie now, he's a jerk, man. Like I don't, <laughs> he sounds like an awful person. He's an awful person who doesn't care about anybody else or the fact that his actions like directly hurt people. He does not care, well, so my- and he doesn't even have the DC to die on screen. So I guess you're supposed to be like, maybe he's alive and change his name again to something else. Blah blah. blah. Or maybe he died. Like, I think that's what they're going for. But, like, no. He needs to die in, like, a fiery ball of fire. Right? That's what he needs to go. So, I, I cannot find where we talked about this on a previous episode. And I am searching the entire site and show notes and everything. What I, what I would like to know is, what did you remember of this? Of, of, the, of the TV show? Or of the of the movie, I, the only two scenes I remember, I remembered that it was about like barnstorming airplanes, right? And so that's the Google searching that led me here. Not lots of movies about barnstorming, right? Shocking, I know. Sure. Um, I remember that he was like a barnstormer pilot, so like early twenties pilot, right? I remembered crashing into a barn, so like. In the movie, there's a scene like he they're trying a new stunt, and so Axel is flying the plane. Susan Strandon is driving the car, and Robert Redford is trying to jump from the car to the plane. Right. I remembered that part. Well, I remember the they crash into a barn. I remembered crashing into a barn. I did not remember the context in which they crashed into a barn. <laughs> but I remember crashing into barn. Okay. And I remember the scene where the guy is burning alive and he hits him with a two by four. I remember that part. Mm. 
And again, my brain made up more context than was there. Cause like sure. this dude just like shows his, like one of his best friends, whatever, like just like shows up in the movie is there for like five minutes and then dies. And so you're like, what? Well, I don't, I mean, I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts like, he starts screaming, like, don't let me burn. And I, I had imagined that there was like context for this statement. Like maybe somebody he knew this happened to them. Right. Like maybe they had talked about how this was a bad part of crashing, but no, sure. Nah, just sort of happens. And you're like, whatever. Like, <laughs> so those are the two things I mostly remember. <laughs> Flying in biplanes. I do remember something about wing walking. Right. But there was a lot less of it than I remember. <laughs> but like, unless I have seen multiple movies about people wing walking on biplanes, which doesn't sound plausible. I mean, I guess it's possible, but that doesn't sound likely. <laughs> right. Like that. That's that's what I remember from like whenever I saw this movie uh twenty years ago <clears throat> on late night movie television. It was like on Fox at like twelve o'clock or something. Huh. So yeah. Well, so, so did it so it sounds like it didn't quite live up to your memories the next day. Sounds like no. Sounds like the movie I was imagining was far superior. To what I saw. This is what I'm gathering. (laughs) Right. The movie in my head is way better than The Great Waldo Pepper. The Great Waldo Pepper is a not good movie. Right. Ooh. Harsh take. I I think it's bad. Okay. So unless there are more movies, which there might be. Hmm. Oh, I'll do some more research. I found like one other movie that's about this. So if I can find a place to watch that, I will uh, give you my report on that. But that's what uh, that's where we're at here. Hey, that's yeah. You're hot, hot off the uh, press, hot off the presses from 1975. 1975 is a great Waldo Pepper. Uh, yeah, not so great. Kind of not good. Uh, not a very interesting movie. Uh, Waldo's kind of a jerk. So, yeah. I'm going to keep looking because it appears like when I Google this, there are more, a couple more movies that are older. So, like, what are you searching for when you search? (laughs) How are you finding more, like, barn crashing biplane movies is that what you yeah said? right that's what's this is difficult right I, i'm just looking at like uh, it gave me a list of other movies that like are about planes and some of them are like they're all kind of about like world war one flying oh sure <laughs> but like <clears throat> so we'll see uh i'm gonna do some more investigating but i think it's possible plausible that this is the movie that i watched uh, <clears throat> it's, there's really no way to know 
But <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty close. I remember you talking about the um, the barn crash. I just wish I could yeah. I cannot. I don't remember what episode that's in. I talked no. about that in another movie that now I feel like I'm going to need to look for <laughs> and see if I can give you more late night movie Fox late night movie reviews <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> I like these. I like these like kind of like almost like fugue state movie reviews. I think that's where I'm going to start. Yeah, I think it's good. I like these. Oh, very hard to discover. Um <laughs> Even harder to find online to watch. Let me tell you. Uh, so that is, yeah, might have more next week. Stay tuned for Fugue State Movie Reviews, part two. Part two. Part two. Because now that I'm looking, this other movie looks similar, weirdly. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out and see if it's. Uh, better or worse <laughs> or at least similar so there we go there is one the many random movies that i have seen parts of a long time ago and have no idea what they're called okay. yes it's maddening right it's absolutely maddening <clears throat> not knowing if you're right could this be it don't know so we'll find out <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's what I was doing this week. I was watching that movie, trying to discover if that was the movie that I remember uh, or not. Don't know. I feel like I should say, like, sorry? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Either way, if it isn't the movie I remember, it's not a good movie. Don't watch... <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, now Susan will tell you. Of course, it's not good. It has Robert Redford in it. Oh, so, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> at least it wasn't awful looking, right? How was the? Could you say something? Was how was? And you already said it looked nice during the the dog fight. The flying parts were shot cool. I mean, it looked like a seventies movie. Oh. Like it wasn't like it was just like whatever. <laughs> like was it? You know how like seventies movies just have a certain look about them, right? Like, even if it's not a period movie, because like when you watch Smokey and the Bandit, you're like seventies, uh, like <laughs> absolutely, like they just look a certain way, you know? Like for the most part, like other than like Star Wars, I guess, like they just have a look, like the way the film was and everything just looked like that. <laughs> That's what it. That's what it looks like. It's fine. They wear costumes that are moderately correct, I suppose, for the 1920s. <clears throat> the planes are cool. There's that. So <laughs> again, it. Uh, Waldo Pepper good. is an absolute jerk. Uh, Very so like by what they were trying to do with that character, it kind of reminds me of um, what they did to um, Harry Potter in the movies, where he just like. He's just he's just awful for no reason. Like there's just genuinely no reason for him to be awful to all of his friends in like sections of the book and then in like major part of the movies where like you're just being a really big jerk right now for, and there's no rhyme or reason. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's a part that always bothers me about that too. Like you have to be like, okay, I understand like dark magic plus T 
teenager, right? So like sometimes you'd be an idiot. But yeah, it's one of those like really annoying. Like yeah. maybe they're trying to make him like human, like human, not like just a stalwart like white knight character, you know? Like make him slightly more dynamic. Not like Waldo, who just is like a static main static main characters. Wow, there you go. That's fun. Um <laughs> What if what if they never changed? Yeah, that's the best. That's the weirdest part about this movie is like the dynamic character. The person that changes is his friend (laughs) who's not the main character. Oh, that's weird. It's so bizarre. Like he doesn't learn anything like even a relatively straightforward character like Rocky Balboa, like learns and progresses himself and changes. Right. Mm hmm. You know, like not Waldo Pepper though. Like <laughs> just the same, well, same character the whole movie. I mean, he's such and a he, lovable character anyway. Why would you? He's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird. That's I couldn't figure out. Like, why does this like? Well, you're saying like, why does this movie exist? Like, what what are we learning here? Right, like he's not overcoming something. Right. He's not like surmounting great, uh, even like a movie character, like a, like a, any, any Western John Wayne movie. Right. Like not exactly the most dynamic character. Right. But you're overcoming something. You're standing up to something. Right. You're like fighting for something. Right. You know, at least John Wayne was fighting for like another person. Right, like not himself, <laughs> you know. Like Rio Bravo is not like John Wayne being like, "Man, why are these guys not like me? I can't understand. Like, why don't they just let me do what I want?" Like, no, <laughs> I'm like, nice. He's fighting like bad guys, right? You know, like even it, even the simple cut and dry Western, like I will say I am the good guy. You do bad guy things. I fight you, like. Even that wrestling storyline makes a good movie, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, Waldo is like, I'm a kind of a selfish jerk, and I do selfish jerk things, and then other people pay the consequences, and I just keep living my life. Like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I'm fine. So I'm. <laughs> don't I mean, know what all of your problems are. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Like, does it make any sense at all? Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, there you go. There's my review of The Great Waldo Pepper at Random Movie Review Corner today. Uh, stay tuned next week because it looks like I might be watching another movie about <laughs> biplane pilots after World War One that I just found. So... Maybe this is the one. I don't know. <laughs> Compare and contrast drove- between these two movies. There you go. And that's what drove Brandon mad. Uh, yes, this is going to be it right here. What exactly it was? What is this memory I have? From what I, from what I remember, uh, it seems like it. Uh, you know, I, I remember you describing like the yeah, burning, burning bar. And so, if this if this other movie I'm going to watch has scenes that are very similar, I'm going to be staggered. I, like. How? There was just a Why? 
just a rash of movies over the course of a 10 year period where they ever, it's like the big thing was a, a plane crash in a barn. It's like, that was yeah, like how many of the, yeah, that'll be wild. I'm I, okay. Now I'm really <laughs> very excited. For this all up. I am too. I want to watch this other one now. I'm like, okay, we'll see if this one's better. Maybe it's just a better movie. Who knows? Uh. Yeah, then you can definitely give a, if you too have been suffering from this fugue state movie memory, you should instead watch this one and it will satisfy it equally more. (laughs) I might have asked you, but do you guys have any of these memories of like, I vaguely recall this scene in a movie. I have no idea what the movie's from. I have no other guiding concepts of this. Yeah, I... (laughs) I I don't have a uh, something like this. Unfortunately, it's just a it's just a, wow. a side effect of staying up too late and watching whatever was on network television. <laughs> it really could. So I, I, there's been times like I well, I can't think of like a song or something, and I'm sure there's like a movie like there, I'm sure there's been a scene where I'm just like, what movie is this from? Or like a certain line or something. I think like I hear it triggers like. Whoa. Yeah, where was that from? Uh, but we were listening to music today, and we saw these guys that we or that I had listened to in college. Um, they kind of did like cover songs and stuff like that, and I was like, they do this song, and there's a thing in it. But what is that song? And I spent about thirty minutes just rummaging through my memory bank right until I found like something that resembled a sound or like a certain lyric. And so I finally found it um, after searching for it for like 30 minutes. But th- there's been times where I'm like, I hear, I hear like a phrase or something. And I was like, that's also said in the movie. What movie? What movie? <laughs> uh, yeah. So there, I do that. Like that's annoying. Well, I have shut my brain down from all functions, like all other functions to, fo- to hyper focus on that one thing. Because I'll just be like, dude, 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 what is that from? I know that song, and then it just goes, it's a spiral from there. So, yes, yes. I just, I did, I have these again. I've mentioned this before in whatever episode this was, I don't remember, but like these snippets of movie scenes, and I can't, I have no other context for them. It's so weird. Like, it's the strangest thing. Now that the internet is better. Because I've tried searching before, and the internet didn't have answers for me. Now that Reddit is a thing, somebody might have answered this question somewhere else. So I. <laughs> or you can also link up on a global network of people who are needing this. <laughs> it's true, listeners. Help me out here. If you have ever seen a different movie about biplanes and barnstorming, let me know. <laughs> A weird like talk- or something. No, because I saw Flyboys in a movie theater. Mm. Flyboys has the Pearl Harbor problem of like it's a good movie, and all of a sudden they're like, and love story. I'm like, what? Why? So, <laughs> if you watch the condensed version on the like TV, take all that out because uh, I can't remember what channel it was. But there are a lot. I think it, might, it even might have been like USA or something. But it's like, yeah, we've cut a lot of these scenes to condense it to run on like 
normal. So enjoy. And then they took all that out. I'm like, oh, I didn't know people could do that. I thought they had, like, had to keep the, the love in, interesting in there. And it was so cool to be like, oh, this is actually out. Oh, I got them all. And so you actually get to watch like a World War One you know, movie. And so like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. So. Yeah. I mean, the movie, Flyboys is fine. Like, it's a pretty yeah, good movie. Happy. I'm going to say Flyboys better than Pearl Harbor. Well, uh, Blam. Uh, Shots fired. I mean, it is. Like, it makes more sense as a movie because at least the love story in Flyboys, like, is contextual. Right? And, like, sort of makes sense. Like, it's. It feels like it doesn't need to be there, but it is not just completely shoehorned like it is in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> They're like, anyway, blam, get in there and make these two best friends fight over Kate Beckinsale. Like, what? Why? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> it's just so like forced and bizarre. That movie is such a bizarre movie. Like, yeah. it really doesn't have a tone that makes sense. Right? Like, it, it's all over the place. It's weird. Like, Michael Bay, what are you doing? Just make an action movie. Right? It's fine. You can do that. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. This week, I will give you updates next week about the search continuing. If there's any more movies I stumble upon, I'm sure. I'm sure it's an endless, <coughs> endless uh, t- uh, rabbit hole going down. Indeed, <laughs> it will. Yes, that's true. I mean, it's not like I'm busy currently. True. You know. So stuff and, stuff and things. Although, what day? Oh, the tour is starting very soon. So that's important. Important things going on here. <clears throat> so there goes my morning. My afternoon is free and clear. Got it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. Official start well, date. Sorry, now you've got me thinking about the official start date. I think it's uh, the 1st of July. Yeah. In Denmark, right? Yeah. Oh man. The spring races have been going pretty nuts. The uh buddy, your buddy's in back back in the tour too. Which buddy? Oh sorry, no, never mind. Never mind. I saw you um all this from twenty twenty one. No. Not, not. I keep hearing that I don't know that I haven't heard anything about final team selection. No, I haven't. But I am looking at general ranking and uh Pokachar's uh way up there so yeah maybe i'm interested to see how uh oh my god what's his name the yumbo visma guy the brain just went blank <clears throat> oh um, how they can um yes yeah um, uh <laughs> yeah anyway, yes uh-huh yeah so yumbo still looking good uh, I gotta read some more about the teams this week. See how it's going. I think your boy is, is I think he's gonna be in there again. Your boy Chris. All right. Yeah, 
looking like he's making a return. I'm, yeah, I don't. I'm interested to see. Um, he's on such a small team, though. Yeah, what he, right. what he and and what he's looking like. Just what can you think of? I think of condition and uh, what kind of team is surrounding him uh, and the strength yeah. of him. I don't know. I don't know much about. Is he still on the Israel team? Uh, I have to look. Because team selection surely yes, it is. is. Yeah, Israel Premier okay. Tech. Yes. Yeah. So pretty small. Peter's on a new team. I know. So that'll be where he did pull some of his buddies with him. Like Daniel Oss came and somebody else. Some of his big guns came with him. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's <clears throat> it's oh. good. Oh, cool. We'll I see if found, uh, uh, found a website who has who are doing an on an updating uh, list of team team rosters as they uh, as they get announced and completed. Oh, so. well, that's it's so weird because some of those teams they have like, I mean, they sponsor like a billion riders, but then only you know seven or whatever it is, eight. I don't remember. Come, <clears throat> so some of the especially real big teams like Quick Step floors and all that. So. <clears throat> Would be very interesting. Yeah, quick, yeah, quick Step only has three confirmed on him as. So cool. Uh, I've got uh, Morkoff, uh, Jacobson, and Asgreen. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Vanderpool for Alpeson. I feel like one of the great underperformers of the of the Tour de France anyway is poor old Nairo. I feel so bad about Nairo. Right? Just yeah, He's done lots of other stuff like Giro. He's done really good so there. Much stuff. But like <laughs> the, the Tour de France. Poor Nairo. Right? Like, He's done. I like him though. Bahrain. Jack Haig. Okay. Yeah, well. We'll oh, Matthews, Simon Ye- Oh, bike exchange looks interesting. Uh, Ineos uh, with Grant. I mean, even even bike exchange, Jayco from Australia only has four. Dylan Gronovagan, Michael Matthews, Simon Yates, Luca Mezgic. Those are some good names right there. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, we will we will continue reading uh, people's names on a list offline. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> and tell you all about our predictions for 2022 Tour de France. Yep. So next week, jam-packed show. Uh, another fake movie review and uh, 2022 Tour de France movie predict or, uh, 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 predictions. I love it. Love yeah. Aaron, Aaron, bring your A game. I know Aaron loves Team Movie Star, so it'll be okay. I have no idea what we're Okay. He really well. No, I mean Aaron's a big fan of Total Energies. Uh, with it, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm interested to see brand new team, what he Peter. But none of his buddies are on this list, which is weird. Like, Zero. how Zero. are you going to get Daniel Oss on your team and then like not put him on the roster? That dude is a machine. Like. <clears throat> Oh, yuck. Yeah, yeah UAE yes, Emirates, though. Pogaccia, Micah, George Bennett, Matteo Trenton. Yo. That's some... 
Well, That's some a- firepower right there. I'm telling they have, you, <laughs> they have quite a bit of money to throw at this as well. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, interesting things that the uh, UAE is doing in the sports world. Uh, so bizarre. Wow, did you hear what they did with the golf? They, no. So golf world. Okay. So. Oh, okay. I don't understand what's happening. I read something about golf people being angry, and so I just imagined like it was some weird thing they got angry about because golfers they basically paid they basically did a guaranteed purse to a huge list of people to come play this tournament of like we're talking like like millions of dollars they are throwing at individual players individual uh uh, people to to come and play in this tour um and so is this the liv tour thing i think yes okay yeah and so basically people are super angry because it is um well, a people don't like that they are these people are going to go play for the UAE, who has some questionable things going on politically or whatever with them. They're um, mad because they didn't get invited. And they're mostly mad because they didn't get invited. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's because they've started this brand new tournament, and um, they're paying out huge cash amounts to these people, and it's basically left a huge chunk of the golf world going. Well, what about the the other two tours right what it kind of feels like their own like the uae's private golf club (laughs) yeah (laughs) to a lot of of people uh and so it's very interesting to see them making these other plays in um other sports um like sponsoring the the um their their own team here with uh bogachar yeah yeah it's really weird i didn't fully understand this i like I don't know, I saw a headline about Phil Mickelson the other day. It's all I was like, oh, I know that name. Okay, whatever. But if that's all it is, like I could see, golf is weird, right? Because like people that golf care about, like the integrity of the sport of golf, right? Like that's why they don't like. That's why people don't like John Daly, right? Because he's loud and shouty and <clears throat> kind of a jerk. But like he, like he's a really divisive figure because he's not like like oh hoity toity golf the history Scotland rah, nah, nah. like that's what people care about they care about golf <laughs> right mm-hmm. and so they I could see that it would make them upset if like a random place was like hey we're gonna give these and now the, the the Middle East is weird too because they're only going to pay the people that they want to see to come. So in that way, you are like not giving like the PGA like if you meet certain criteria, you're on the tour, right? Whatever. <clears throat> like there's a a list of things you have to have like a certain some convoluted system, but like you can get your quote pro card and be a professional golfer and go to PGA events. And then if you're good, then you like win and that's how you become a known golfer, right? So it is weird that like they would just pay like only the top guys that they want to watch golf. Yeah. Or, yeah, no it's uh they, they I think they invited basically 40 like over 40 people uh to come and do this. They signed up. And there are rumors. I think P- the PGA Tour has basically said, "If you go play with them, we're banning you from the rest of ours." Uh, and do you want to find went along fine with that <laughs> because because there are eight. Uh, what was I reading? There are like seven 
seven stops or whatever, each one will pay out $25 million. Yeah, I mean, if you... Like, what? First of all, if you got invited to that, you don't need to be on the PGA Tour anymore. Right? You're famous enough that it doesn't really matter. Right? So... That's... It's weird. I can understand why you're upset, but, like, basically, they only want, like, the Hall of Fame golf dudes anyway. Right? They want to see them play golf... Which is a, I don't know why you want to do that anyway, but like, I could see why they would make people angry. Like, I don't care because I don't care about golf, but they do do this with other things. Like, I know that like, so this is tangentially related. So like, uh, with like the WWE, they have this relationship with like Saudi Arabia. Like once a year, they do a pay-per-view show in Saudi Arabia, which is extraordinarily divisive. Right, because number one, Saudi Arabia, human rights record of bad. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> they don't the the women thing is rough, uh, especially because like WWE has like a huge roster of female wrestlers that don't get invited to the show because if you've seen what women wear to wrestle, that's not allowed. In Saudi Arabia, right? Like, yes, not good. <laughs> two women did have a match last year, and they basically had to wear like t-shirts and pants, like sweatpants. Like that's uh-huh. that's what they had to dress. Which is weird because then you see like Brock Lesnar out there and just like shorts. Like that's it's odd, but <clears throat> so, yeah, it's similar to that. Like they only pay like they'll pay like big money for like the people that they want to see come, right? And it's never like people that are like over like right now it's always like (laughs) we want hulk hogan like what uh he doesn't like i read that they they had they gave a list to the wwe people who they wanted to see half of the people were like dead right like they were like (laughs) yeah they're trying to start something there no it's like oh yeah they don't know right they're just like oh yeah we they see online like oh yeah yokozuna he's great like Dude's been dead for a while, I think. So, like, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, they just know that they're famous, so they want them. Like, they're not here. Like, like, oh yeah, we want Macho Man to wrestle. That's not gonna happen because he's also very dead. Like, this is not. <laughs> so yeah, it's just really weird. It's a really weird. Like, I guess if you have like two gajillion dollars in oil money you can make really weird demands of people right like fair enough <clears throat> so yeah i wasn't really sure about the golf thing uh and i i, I just spoke, i said uae it actually is saudi back it is not UAE. saudi back so i need to correct that for the record uh so right. yes so the the human rights and all those things <laughs> issues uh are are very much present with that amongst these same controversies as well like the wrestling uh where people are concerned about that where the money's coming from basically they call it sports washing have you heard this term um <laughs> no but that makes a lot of sense right yes. i can sort of get the meaning They're there trying yeah trying to improve their image at a global stage through involvement in sports so it kind of softens their image where people go oh <clears throat> yeah it's that tournament from that company and they or that that country they stop stop associating um other you know crimes or whatever 
with them and go, oh, they're the ones who have that really cool uh, do the sports thing, sports thing, yeah. So um, apparently, it's a uh, it's a known strategy for raising your uh, profile on the global stage. I mean, that makes sense, right? People care about so like bread and sport, right? That's what they want. Uh, tale as old as time, yeah. The <laughs> very nice, literally, but like, so I could see that. I could, it's just, it seems weird to me to do that, right? Like, and I think, but again, that makes sense, right? Like, oh, yes, we want Saudi Arabia to have a more positive image, so we'll put a golf tournament, first of all. When I think Saudi Arabia, one thing I don't think about is golf, right? Sure, like, exactly. Well, see, they're not, asso- right? yeah, there's <coughs> no association there, so you just, and it's like just, 100% sand trap, disappears in the background. So, like, they get. <laughs> World's most excellent golfers come from obviously. Oh, yes, yeah, but Scotland, no. Like, <clears throat> also, just a side note, like all these golfers talk about, like the history and the glory of not zero percent of them are wearing kilts golfing. I just want that to be known. Like, what? Come on, who are you fooling? Not nobody. That's what's up. Uh, but yeah, it seems like it's a weird thing, right? Like this. This the this World Cup is in Qatar, right? In the it's gonna be in the fall. It's like November or something. Cause it's, you know, a thousand degrees in Qatar and nobody wants to play soccer when you'll just die of heat stroke. <coughs> right. <coughs> so that's the weird it's like a you know Yeah, sports washing. Interesting. I'm not saying that Qatar has a giant history of human rights violations, but like they do sort of get lumped in with Saudi Arabia because they're just like right there. They're very tiny, you know, association, I suppose. It's all oil money anyway. So not fine. Good. Yeah, not fine. Fine is not the word I would use to describe that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell, in <laughs> tonight's episode. We'll do this again soon. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.